0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It was a very productive day for the Reds on Sunday afternoon. They took a pair of games from the Detroit Tigers at Comerica Park final score in game one, four to three, and then they win the nightcap by shutting out the Tigers for nothing highlights in a bit. But first, let's hear from the two guys who called the games, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley.
0: Thanks, Jed. What a day of baseball in Detroit and a good one at that. It started off looking pretty good. Reds jump out to an early 3 nothing lead in game one. The Tigers come back, take advantage of some Reds' mistakes to tie it, and then the Reds answer back with a big run in the seventh inning to win that one. But Trevor Bauer was the story in game two. Just a lot to process from a good day. But in the end, the Reds are playing much better baseball returning home.
2: Yeah, I think you're starting to see some much better swings and timing from the majority of Reds hitters. And I think you saw the two big home runs early in the game by Nick Castellanos. Uh, that was the difference in that ball game. I think you're starting to see a Eugenio Suarez start to come around. His timing is really starting to get there. I would imagine that as we move back to Great American Ballpark, we're going to begin to see some home runs off the bat of a Eugenio Suarez. And I'm sure that he would like to go ahead and get that first one out (laughs) of the way so he doesn't have to think about it so much. But you're exactly right with Bauer in game two. Uh, A little bit of a struggle early. It didn't seem like his arm really had that elasticity and that bounce. Now, velocity and spin of the breaking ball was not a concern. It was just location. But it, it seemed that once Bauer got through that, third inning, I think he could smell it at the end. I, I think he could really start to feel like, okay, I'm going to finish this game, and I know I can do it, and indeed, he did.
0: And in a big way, he ended up with seven strikeouts, just two walks, seven shutout innings for Trevor Bowers. He earns the win. Complete game shutout for him. Just two hits allowed. Reds win it again. Final score, 4 nothing, 4-3 in game one over the Tigers. Again, they've now won. Three of their last four ball games. Yet back to you.
1: Now on to the highlights. Game one of the doubleheader yesterday was supposed to begin at 12-10, but there was a two hour and six minute rain delay before it got started. But it was worth the wait. Shogo Akiyama walked to lead off the game. Next up was Nick Castellanos, and I'm sure. This felt good against his
0: former team. The pitch and Castellanos rips this one high in the air. Deep left center field. That's way back there and it is gone. A two run home run for Nick Castellanos and the Reds are on top 2 0.
1: In the bottom of the first, Anthony DiSclafani took the mound for the first time this season and he got the Tigers out 1 2 3. He did the same thing in the bottom of the second. In the top of the third, Nick Castellanos led off the inning and Chase Garcia from the game when he went way back. Again.
2: Fastball lifted high into the air into right field. Going back, Reyes looks up, kiss that baby. Goodbye. Two home runs and two at bats for Nick Castellanos. Welcome back to Detroit, young man. Three to nothing reds.
1: Tyler Alexander replaced Garcia and struck out three straight batters to get out of the inning. In the bottom of the third, Jamar Candelario led off with a triple down the right field line. Di then bent his back and went to work. He got Romine and Jones to both ground out without allowing the run to score. Then after going 3-0 on leadoff man Nico Goodrum, he did this. 3-0
2: Reds, and Di trying to keep it that way. The pitch. Strike three called. Fastball right over the inside corner. And Goodrum takes it after being ahead 3-0. Nice job of pitching by Stefani.
1: Tyler Alexander struck out three more reds in the top of the fourth, and he did it again in the top of the fifth. He struck out Tucker Barnhart looking to start the inning, did the same thing to Shogo Akiyama, and then it was Alexander versus Castellanos.
2: That'll even the count. Two and two now to the big fella. And Alexander trying to strike out the side for the third consecutive inning. Here he comes. Swing and a miss, and he struck out Nick Castellanos, and they both look at each other with quite the smile. But Tyler Alexander has been terrific here on this afternoon, coming in in relief of starter Ronnie Garcia. Reds leading, 3 zip
1: In the top of the 6, Alexander hit Mike Moustakis with a pitch, and the strikeout streak was over. The 9 Reds strikeouts in a row is a team record. Lucas Sims replaced Di in the seventh inning, but what a job Di did. Five innings pitched, three hits, no runs, no walks, two strikeouts. He threw 64 pitches, and 46 of those were first strikes. Sims got the first two batters he faced out, but then he gave up a single to Cabrera, walked C.J. Crone, and hit Christian Stewart with a pitch to load the bases. That brought Victor Reyes up next, and this happened.
0: Bases are loaded, two outs, 0-1 the count. Back to work, the pitch, swinging a fly ball. Hit in the air, right center field, playable. Over, it is the right fielder, Castellanos, and it hits off his glove. Sinzel's there to pick it up on the warning track, but three runs will score, and the Tigers have tied this up. Three apiece. Castellanos got to it. He was slowing as he arrived, and it just hit off the tip of his glove. And... That might be a three-base error on the red right fielder, which ties this game up.
1: Rysel Iglesias replaced Sims and got the final out. Joe Jimenez took over on the mound for Detroit in the top of the seventh. And remember, these are seven-inning games in these doubleheaders now. Freddy Galvis led off with a double to right center. Tucker Barnhart moved him to third with a single to right. And then Shogo Akiyama gave the Reds the lead. Long look in for the sign. He's got it. The right-hander
0: Jimenez sets the pitch. And Akiyama grounds it right side, and it'll get through for a base hit. Galvis will score. Barnhart's into second, and the Reds are back on top. It's 4-3. To Briso Iglesias then nailed things down in the bottom of the seven. Iglesias winds the 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. That's it. Reds win it. Final score, 4-3. They take down the Tigers. First game of this doubleheader at Comerica Park in Detroit. Rysel Iglesias will earn the win. And the Reds prevail. In doing so, they improved to three and five on the season.
1: The totals for game one look like this. For Cincinnati, four runs, seven hits, one air, five left on base. For the Tigers, three runs, four hits, no airs. They stranded four. Iglesias gets the win, he's one and one. Jimenez takes the loss. He is 0 and 1. The game time of that game was 2 hours and 25 minutes. Now on to Game 2. Just like they did in Game 1 of this doubleheader, the Reds got on the board in the very first inning. With two out, Eugenio Suarez doubled off of lefty Daniel Norris. Next up was first baseman Matt Davidson, who had a great at-bat against Norris. After working the count full, he proceeded to foul off four straight pitches, and then came through on pitch number 10. From the
0: belt, Norris checks Suarez, the pitch, and Davidson breaks his bat as he sends one to the air and left center. That'll get down for a hit. Here comes Suarez around third. He'll score as the throw comes into second, and it's an RBI single for Matt Davidson. After a long, long at-bat against Daniel Norris, Davidson finally wins it and puts the Reds on top one to nothing.
1: The Reds added to their lead in the second. Christian Colon, who started at second base, doubled with one out. He then stole third base, and then D.H. Aristides Aquino made it 2 nothing. And Aquino
0: got one center cut, but he lifts it in the air. Right center, but that'll fall for a hit. Christian Colon will score, and the Reds make it 2-0. A little bloop single into shallow right by Aquino, and I mean, that pitch was dead central on the plate, and when he takes a rip at a pitch like that, you expect it to be crushed, but he didn't. Instead, he barely got it. He was out in front and just dinks it out into short right center field. It's an RBI hit for Aquino.
1: The Reds added a pair of insurance runs in the top of the seventh. With one out, Kirk Caselli was hit by a pitch. Nick Senzel then doubled, moving Caselli to third base, and then it was Christian Colon again. He brought them both home.
0: From the belt, Garcia's pitch. Ground ball up the middle. Through and into center field for a hit. Casali's home. Here comes Senzel. He'll score. And it's a two-run single for Christian Colon, doubling the Reds' lead. It's now 4-0.
1: Trevor Bauer started for Cincinnati in game two and probably didn't have his best stuff. But what he had was good enough. He put runners on base in the first three innings, but didn't give up a run. Then he retired the final 13 batters he faced. He ended the sixth inning like this.
0: Straight up on the infield, same story in the outfield against the right-handed hitting scope against Bauer. Signal given, the 2-2 pitch again. Swing and a miss, struck him out with a breaking ball down and away. 10 straight retired by Trevor Bauer. That is strikeout number six.
1: And then he finished off the game this way.
0: Kosali puts down the signs, wants the curveball. Bauer to the plate. Curveball pounded into the ground right side. Scooped up, flipped to first, and that's it. A complete game shutout for Trevor Bauer, giving the Reds back-to-back wins for the first time in 2020. Reds win it 4-0 over the Tigers. They take the series two games to one. And the Reds have now won three out of their last four.
1: Here are your game two totals for Cincinnati. Four runs, 11 hits, no errors, 11 left on base. For the Tigers, no runs, two hits, no errors. They stranded four. Bauer gets the win. He's 1-0. Norris takes the loss. He is 0-1. Game time, two hours and 36 minutes. Here's what David Bell had to say about his team's doubleheader sweep after the game.
3: Focus um, from pitch one. Had every intention to, to finish that game. Um, you know, and, and he, he was efficient. You know, he, he yeah. threw well over 100 pitches. Um, we believe in in Trevor's ability to prepare himself. And, um, you know, he came into the season really, you know, at, at full speed, mid-season form. So that, that helped to be able to trust him right there and give him that opportunity, which he deserves. I mean, he came out uh, today. I know it wasn't easy for him. After yesterday, you know, getting hot, at least uh, most of the way um, there's not many pitchers that I've been around that would be able to do that. And then to be able to pitch like that, um, it, it's nice to be able to reward someone that works that hard with their, you know, on their pitching, their conditioning, you know, everything he does puts himself, he, he's put himself in a position to be able to do something like that and um, just really impressive, very happy for him.
1: Do you have an update on Mike Moustakas?
3: Yeah, I mean, he he got hit good, you know, in, in, in the arm. Uh, I, I do believe it's um, muscular, so he was hit in, in a muscle, which, you know, temporarily, um, you know, that tightens up, and it's almost impossible to do anything. But uh, the good news is that, you know, it wouldn't be near a bone, you know, if that is the case. Um, it'll be a shorter recovery, but there was just no way he, he could play today.
2: David, I guess you're a fan of the seven-inning
1: doubleheader.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're they are um, they're great. You know, we we talked before about uh, um, you know having a you know starting pitchers being able to kind of smell the complete game right from the beginning and and have it be you know maybe more realistic than your typical nine-inning game. I think that that's what we saw today with Trevor. Um, and, and and Disco for his first time out, um, you know, coming off an injury, pitched very well too, and um, he'll build off of that and continue to to be able to go deeper in, into games. But uh, the double the, the double headers was fun, it was pretty cool being in the first one in, uh, you know, in the uh, in the history of the major leagues, and, and uh, I was told some things are going to the Hall of Fame, um, so that's that's pretty pretty cool to be a part of that, and uh, it was great for our team to get a couple wins.
1: Monday night, the Cleveland Indians come to town to begin a four-game series. The first two games will be played at Great American Ballpark. Games three and four Wednesday and Thursday will take place at Progressive Field in Cleveland. On Monday, Sonny Gray goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He is 2-0 with a 0.71 ERA. Right-hander Zach Plesac will start. For Cleveland, we'll be on the air with the pregame show at 6:10. First pitch is set for 6:40 on the Reds Radio Network. Again, the Reds take a doubleheader on Sunday afternoon from the Detroit Tigers. They run their record now to four and five. Game one, they win four to three, and in the nightcap, they shut out the Tigers by a score of four nothing. With your Reds Radio recap, I'm Dave Armbruster.